This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with Helen Hudson from safeshowings.com. Before we get to Helen, a couple of quick announcements. First, thank you, as always, for continuing to listen and support our show. We couldn't do it without you, the audience. We are so thrilled to be able to serve you. Please let us know how we're doing. And the best way you can do that is to leave us a review. So whatever podcast app you might be listening to us on, if you are listening via a podcast app, like iTunes, which is now called Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. If you're not listening through a podcast app, consider subscribing to us through a podcast app. Obviously, it's free. Just go to any podcast app, search for Keeping It Real. Now, there's a few podcasts named Keeping It Real, uh, but look for the one that has my name on it, DJ Paris. Hit that subscribe button. And the last thing to do is please tell a friend about our show. The best way that you can help us grow is by by telling other real estate professionals about what we do here and how we can help them grow their business. So shoot them over to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com, or just like I said, have them pull up a podcast app, search for Keeping It Real, hit that subscribe button. Thanks for your continued support, and we're so thrilled to be able to bring you this important conversation today around safety. It's something we don't talk enough about. So we brought on Helen from Safe Showings to talk exclusively about what agents can do to be safe out there. And now on to our interview with Helen Hudson. tell you a little bit about Helen. When Helen chose to become a real estate professional, she knew it was the right move. She brought with her an extensive sales and management background, as well as tools that translated well into her real estate world. Now, throughout Helen's sales career, she has attributed her success to earning business by providing the best value for each and every client. Her clients say that she goes above and beyond expectations. Now, she has created the Safe Showings app after escaping a terrifying incident while working alone as a realtor. And 
the uh, conversation around safety uh, is something that we on this podcast have not explored extensively. So we are thrilled to welcome Helen Hudson from safeshowings.com uh, here on the podcast today. Helen, uh, welcome. Thank you. I'm honored to be here and share my passion for realtors across the country and for realtor safety. Well, I'll tell you, Helen and I actually met very briefly at the uh, NAR conference in San Diego this past fall. And um, I, I will tell, sort of just to peel back the curtain just a little bit for our, our audience, we really at this point that uh, we've done 300 and some episodes and we're, we're fortunate enough to really not have to look for guests anymore. We just get uh, every day we get hit with by publicists or different realtors who say, oh, you should interview this person or you know, lots of different opportunities there. So we rarely go out and look for, for anyone to be on the show. But when we was, when I was walking around the expo hall with my girlfriend, we came across safe showings and I said, well, what's that about? You know, that's interesting. And we talked to Helen and I said, oh my gosh, you have to be on our show because we don't talk about this. And, and very few, I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. So we are really excited to have a conversation around safety. Um, this, and of course, Helen is, is a top producing agent as well. Um, but this idea that as an agent, you saw a need in the marketplace for more, you know, oversight and, and, and just, you know, overall well-being of agents as they, you know, sometimes are working internet leads where they haven't met anyone yet. But before we get to what Safe Showings does, I'd love to just hear your story. Um, how did you get into real estate and, and why? Yes, that's a great question. I majored in interior design in college. Um, I graduated in 86. And, you know, I dabbled a little bit in commercial design and residential design. And then I found myself doing something totally different, transportation and logistics. Fast forward to almost five years ago, it was a bucket list. I'm from South Carolina, but I've always loved Charleston, like millions of others. But I wanted to live in Charleston, South Carolina, and I chose well, to leave. Well, who doesn't, by the right. way? Everybody wants. It is, it is, <laughs> I, it's like Charleston, Nashville, uh, Austin, uh, Portland, or maybe not Portland as much anymore, but, but you know, gosh, everybody who, I, I apologize for interrupting you, but every time I hear the word Charleston, if I'm in a group of people, everyone just goes, oh my God, I love Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> so, so of course you wanted to live there. It's amazing. <laughs> right. Sorry, well, go I, ahead. I also thought, you know, I've always been fascinated with real estate and I left a career with companies like UPS. I was in sales. I never drove a truck, but I was in sales for UPS and companies like that and wanted some, to try something new. I got my license, passed that test on the first try, which was a miracle because it is hard. People it, it might is. laugh about it, but it, it's tough. I started out working um, for a local firm here and then joined the team six months later. So that's kind of my story. I, I've had my license this coming summer will be for five years. Wow. And what was your experience, you know, when you first started out um, as, as a realtor, you know, were, were there, I, I know you, you've had some safety, uh, you know, ish, concerns and issues, um, but you know, talk, let's talk about that experience because again, I, I, I'm a guy. Um, I don't, I live in a, in a very dangerous city. And in fact, the neighborhood I live in here in Chicago, um, unfortunately, it's a very nice neighborhood actually, but because it's a very nice neighborhood, there's a lot of crime. We've actually had a tremendous, it's, I'm, I'm laughing only because I just moved to this area and I, there's nothing to laugh about, but just sort of the irony of me living, moving into this like dream 
place. Unfortunately, our, we've had uh, an increase in carjackings, a significant increase. It's actually made the news here in Chicago. So it's a huge bummer for all of us that just moved into this, this wonderful new development. Um, but it, it's even a concern for myself now where I, as uh, a real estate professional, um, I'm not really out there working with, with customers. So um, I'm not out there really meeting people at, at, at odd hours. However, I work at a firm with 800 agents um, who are constantly thinking about safety. And now that I live in an area where there is some, some additional crime that, that wasn't there prior, um, especially carjackings, um, you know, even myself who really just sits at a desk all day, but I really sort of think about like, okay, at night, if I'm walking to, you know, the grocery store or a drugstore, you know, I have to really just think about it a little bit before I, before I move out. And so I'm so glad we're having a conversation around safety, but what brought you, you know, tell us, talk about that experience um, as an agent, you know, did you, did you find yourself in situations that felt unsafe, um, you know, on a regular basis? Yes. Um, right in the beginning, we, we have pretty good training for realtors. I'm sure you've probably have heard some other stories. Uh, we're taught to follow your intuition, um, bring a buyer into the office or meet with a seller, do a listing appointment, bring a friend, whatever. We're giving good safety, giving good safety tips. And if you feel unsafe, um, you know, be sure you let others know where you're going to be. And my background right out of college, I managed apartments and I was kind of used to a process in place where we were taught you can't show an empty apartment without surrendering a driver's license. That's, that was our safety protocol. So when I, you know, got back into a career and started real estate, um, it, I have to admit it had been a while since I've met with strangers alone. So that feeling of meeting a new person I don't know that's a buyer, I don't know their background, uh, and being new in the business. So my, my group of people I'm working with are usually internet leads, going to a property that might be an area I'm not comfortable with, and kind of new and needing business, you, you are vulnerable. You're, you're meeting people in a place that's different, that you've never met before. You don't know who they're going to bring with them. And you don't want your mind to get paranoid, but there's a truth to that as a new realtor, you are going to sometimes experience situations where your intuition tells you this doesn't feel right. And that's kind of early on, I had some of those experiences because I was working a lot of open houses alone. I probably did 50 open houses my first year. And then fast forward to when I joined the team, I was getting more volume of leads and my sales were going up and it was a fast paced environment, but it, it, I let my guard down. I cared more about the sale than the safety. And that's where my story begins. Yeah. I think that's a very common experience, right? Especially working leads that aren't always and not that sphere of influence leads mean it's a safe situation, but certainly um, seems to be less concern about safety. If it's your best friend says, oh, my friend wants to meet with you. Um, you know, of course, you, you still want to consider safety there. But when you're working internet leads in particular, uh, yeah, I mean, anyone can fill out a form right on a, on a website. And even if that person is vetted, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that 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 they're safe. Uh, so. Um, I imagine that, that, you know, and, and again, real estate's done oftentimes nights, nights and weekends. So that's the other thing is it's sometimes, you know, done, uh, at a time when not as many people are around. So if, if a crime wants to be committed, 
uh, you know, it, it probably makes sense to do it uh, at a time when when it's a little darker out. And so that's when realtors are out showing and working with clients. And so it is scary. And, and now everything's so virtual that oftentimes, you know, when working those types of weeds, the first time you might meet that person is at the showing. Um, and that's, and your, your point is, is, is great about intuition. Um, but unfortunately, intuition doesn't solve for everything, right? It's like, you know, the best criminals in the world don't let people know they're criminals, right? So sometimes it's obvious and other times, of course, it wouldn't be, which of course you saw as an opportunity to build, you know, a, a, maybe a more structured uh, sort of platform to, to help with safety. Um, so tell us about sort of your experiences with with safety. You mentioned where your story began, um, but I know you had a, a pretty harrowing experience that that really caused you to rethink um, and, and start to develop your own your own tool to help with that. Yes. Uh, four years ago, this coming March, I had received an internet lead to meet with a buyer. I set the appointment for Saturday at two and I drove up to the neighborhood early as we're taught to do. It's the middle of the day. But when I drove into the neighborhood, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. It just didn't feel right. It was really homes nearby that just didn't feel comfortable. But I parked my car. I wait for the buyer to arrive. He arrives. We go in the home. I left the door open. We're taught to do that from a safety standpoint. And sure. this was a very small house, no driveway. He goes to the back of the house. I kind of stand towards the front and my guard was up because I was already nervous. And he got on his cell phone. A minute later, a truck drove up. Two men jump on the porch and my heart stopped. I thought, oh my gosh, nobody knows where I am or who I'm with. That's immediately what I felt. But thankfully, I was given a second chance. They weren't there to harm me. I can tell the rest of the story. They saw the realtor magnet on my car. They saw the for sale sign. They saw that the door was open and they thought it was an open house. But I tried to gain, regain my composure. I gave them my card. I told them I was working with a buyer and that they could call me for an appointment. But I'll never forget that feeling of fear, knowing it could have gone differently. I, I think all of our listeners can can sort of, as you were explaining that story, um, probably relived the the feelings they might have if that same situation happened, where you know the person you don't know who's your your possible client walks to the back of the home, you know, sort of by themselves, jumps on their phone a minute later, randomly in the on two o'clock on a on, on a random weekday, two other guys show up. Um, yeah, that I would have put. I would have had that exact same reaction as, oh, I'm, I'm, this place is either being robbed or someone's, uh, these two people are here to hurt me or who, or God only knows. Um, that is a, it is a terrifying experience. Um, and thank goodness, uh, you know, every, it sort of, you know, was, was not that, but, um, but it certainly could have been. Uh, and, and I live in Chicago and, you know, we are a very violent city here and it's, um, it's always just easy to forget because, I think, you know, for maybe some of our audience who might be listening, who think, oh, that that doesn't really happen to me. Um, but it, of course it can, and it can happen to anyone. And something to to really think about. And most brokerages, at least here in Chicago, um, don't, uh, and I'm only aware because I, I work with a lot of uh, different brokerages, we talk about it. Um, very few of them have any sort of real safety technology, um, of course, there is safety technology, but firms 
typically aren't most of the firms I, I work with aren't giving that to their brokers. Um, so this is something that is really, really important, especially now when, you know, a lot of people are out of work and, and crime is, is up and, you know, the, the pandemic has really changed things. People are, you know, maybe more agitated and than, than they were. So let's t- tell me about how you started to develop safe showings and, and, yes. and what it's for. Perfect. Um, that situation caused me to think about my own personal safety differently. I was more focused on the sale than my safety. And I know I was given a second chance. NAR tells us that 38% of realtors have feared for their safety. And when I've traveled, I traveled for two years prior to the pandemic to different shows, events, Inman conferences, NAR conferences, and local ones. And I can't tell you how many people came up to me to share their story. So there is a valid problem. And after that situation happened, I did my own research, DJ. I went home and I looked and I I Googled, simple Google search. I wanted to know, am I alone? I found out that over 200 realtors have been murdered in the last decade. I even created a binder that um, has their stories in it and their pictures. And that's my why. I knew that I was given a second chance. They were not. And first thing I had to do was do you know, I wanted to find, is there a solution out there that meets the needs I'm looking for as a realtor? I wanted to make sure every buyer and seller knows that I have a protocol for safety. Also wanted to conquer the fear I felt that day when I said, nobody knows where I am or who I'm with. And that led me to do about six months of research on the NAR site under safety resources. I looked at the tools to see if I could find a tool that for safety that I could use. And and you weren't able to find one that satisfied your your needs and requirements. And by the way, just back to that that statistic about 38% of realtors have felt unsafe. I I feel like that's probably lo- a low number and I bet if that was rerun today especially focused on I would love to hear specifically what percentage of men have gone through that experience of, of feeling unsafe versus women and I would bet you that number is wildly different um I I would just assume uh, we we know more crime is perpetrated on women more violent crime in particular um and 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 sexual crime and, and all sorts of terrible things um and so this this is not obviously a, pro- a product just for women's safety obviously but that 38 percent does actually seem low to me i bet it's much higher than that i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt it and one thing that i would share with you too is the most recent ones the ones that i've researched it's ironic and i think it's not a coincidence but 16 images of faces that I've read their stories about half are men and half are women. So that's probably a surprise to the listeners. And it's not, so it's not just women. It, it When you look at the ratio of the ones that I could find their stories and print those images out, it's half, half men and half women. Well, and the biggest mistake I make when I'm talking about where, where I live and in such a wonderful area of Chicago, the biggest mistake I make uh, at night when walking to, there's a Target right downstairs and uh, CVS and a Walgreens really close. The biggest mistake I make is I'm a guy, I'm fine. Uh, and with my girlfriend uh, who lives with me also is going, I'm like, hey, uh, let's, you know, I actually treat it totally differently 
And that is a mistake because I think, oh, I'm fine. I Because I haven't ever been attacked and neither has she. And I just assume, well, she's more vulnerable. No, she's really not. She she might be physically not as uh, adept, as strong as I am because of, you know, just genetics and 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 things and and you know but that being said doesn't mean somebody couldn't in fact it's probably easier to get me in certain ways because i'm not uh, thinking about it um you know thankfully um you know i think uh women are are a bit more tuned to to that but um that's still not enough coverage right like there still needs to be tools in place to have a protocol so so that it's not left up to chance or just intuition. So tell us about like what what does safe showings do and and um, you know how does it uh, help increase somebody's personal safety? Uh, I'd love to share that. What happens, we teach realtors to think about their safety from the moment they set the appointment, whether it's a buyer or a seller, a listing appointment, you're in the safety of your office. And we are working more with technology, not meeting people at an office. So you're on the phone, you're setting the appointment, you have their name and their their phone number, and you've confirmed the date and the time you're going to show the property or meet them for a listing appointment. While you're on the phone, Um, You tell them, hey, I care about safety. It's just the world we live in. I use a safety app called Safe Showings. And before I meet with anyone and go inside a property, I I like to take a photo. It's captured in our app. Um, By telling people before you meet with them, you're going to deter crime because criminals, number one fear is getting caught, not the punishment for their crime. It's like a doorbell camera. They know there's a risk associated with cameras. So they avoid those. They look for easy targets. So once you have um, told the person that you use a safety product, after you hang up the phone, you've set the appointment, you can use our app and press a button that says create showing and the timer starts. The next thing our app will say, who are you meeting with? I start typing in your name through my contacts and your information's uploaded. That's the key component that deters crime and helps us, if there's crime committed, catch the criminal because we got we have it in the app. And then when you get to the property and you drive up early, when they arrive, that's when you say, hey, let's just go ahead and take that photo. And you can do a group shot with them, but get it before you go in the home. The timer's running, our timers, is our app is so easy to use. If you can press buttons, you can use it, but it starts at 45 minutes. You reset the timer because if you're using the app the way we teach, you're not working with a criminal. You reset the timer. But if you forget, it'll remind you at five minutes to reset your timer. If you have four properties, you reset the timer, drive to the next property, street by street and road by road, it updates. You don't ever have to key in the address. So your second showing when you put the car in park, it saves that address. It stores all the data inside the app. If for some reason you are attacked and the phone is destroyed, as long as you followed the process, your three emergency contacts will be sent the last location of the phone in that example, who you're with, because you put that in before you create, after you create the showing, and then an image of their face if you took a photo of their face. And so you don't ask them for an image ahead of time because they could send you a fake image so right. the idea is you prep them ahead of time on the phone, say, hey, just so you know, when you arrive, this might seem a, you know, a bit unusual if you're working with other realtors, but it's really important that we maximize each other's safety. So I'm gonna take a picture uh, you know, of you. Um, so just be aware of that. It's just for my own internal use uh, in case you know, um, 
well, you wouldn't even have to say why, but um, I think people would understand that. So you take a picture, you set the timer, and you also have inputted uh, the locations of where you're going and when into the system. So it's scheduled. No, actually, you don't. We, it's it not tied into. It. it knows exactly. You don't have to key in anything. It's it's pushing buttons. As soon as I drive up to that property address, it knows exactly where I am. It's in the top top left corner of our app, and an image of your face will be there if we take that photo. Um, and if you're not comfortable with the photo of the face. You can use the app any way you choose. We just know that's the best way to deter crime. If you want to get an image of the house you're at or their license plate or their driver's license, something's better than nothing. But the way to maximize and deter crime is to be in control. And we've had roundtables discussions with realtors about the image. And, you know, when you think about it, every one of us is on social media. Your face is out there. You're, if you're going by doorbell cameras, your image is out there public buildings, you know, airports and ATMs and all those places, someone shouldn't be upset about getting a photo taken. If they are, it could be what saves your life. You want to work with buyers and sellers that are genuine and understand and respect you for caring about safety. Yeah, that's a really good point. So the photo itself is almost in in a sense, a way to self-select out somebody who doesn't want to be caught. Um, and of course, that doesn't ensure, of course, uh, that that the person wouldn't um, agree to that. But the idea is that most criminals go, well, I don't really want a picture uh, on, uh, uploaded to the cloud of somebody that I'm about to attack or, or, or a crime I'm about to commit. So um, so it's, it's kind of like... Um, uh, to use kind of an older example, it'll show you my age. Uh, when I first moved to Chicago, I think you'll get a kick out of this. I used to have a club. If you remember, the club was in, was a device that you would put in your steering wheel and it would extend. It was kind of this long, if you don't know what it is, Google it, it probably will look pretty silly. And and this was when cars didn't have as sophisticated of, uh, of anti-theft devices, but it, it was a visual cue because people would say to me, you know, if somebody wants to cut through that, they can cut through it. They can they can get through that. And I would say, well, that's not why it's there. The reason it's there is because it's a it's it's something that a criminal who might want to break into my car will just visually see and go, I don't want to deal with that. And they're going to move on to their next car. And so this this is a very um, a more modern version of the club in a sense um, because it's it's something that. Uh, a person who who is a criminal who's premeditating a crime is going to say, well, I don't, I don't want somebody who's going to take my picture. So that in and of itself, it, it seems like a subtle thing, but it's actually a really, really powerful um, uh, uh, idea. And, and um, I'm glad we're sort of spending some time on that because it really is a very important piece is, does it ensure safety? Of course not. But somebody who's going to create a crime does not want anyone to know that they were at a particular location at a particular time. And they certainly don't want a photo of themselves. Um, and you know, all of that. So that makes perfect sense. So all you have to do, you, you go to, uh, the, you open the app, it starts tracking via GPS where you're going. It knows when you park. Um, it, it knows the locations of, of where you're going and where you've been. And then let's say the phone does get destroyed. How does the system know uh, to then contact, uh, you know, um, uh, they're, they're the contacts that the, the safety contacts that are listed? Um, what happens in that scenario where, where if the, the timer ends, 
Um, it, how does the realtor, well, before, before the phone getting destroyed, sorry, I'm kind of uh, jumping around, but let's say, um, how does the app know that the person, that the realtor is safe? Like I know in a Tesla car, for example, if you want to use the auto driving every 10 seconds, you have to tap the steering wheel. So Tesla's like, goes, well, we are pretty sure you're not asleep. If you're tapping the, the thing every 10 seconds, obviously your app wouldn't, wouldn't require that much work, but can you talk a little bit about how does the app know that the realtor is, is, is seemingly safe at that moment? Yes. Everything's driven a couple things. When you register for our app, it's a one-step process. You're going to enter your information, your three emergency contacts. I highly recommend you pick people that love you and will respond. And we make you put three because everyone can get distracted. And remember our timer starts at 45 minutes. Most people can get in and out of one property in 20. So you're probably not going to accidentally call for help unnecessarily. And again, if you're using the app the way we teach, you've already deterred criminal behavior. People, as you say, DJ, the criminal has a mugshot. The last thing they want is to be caught on film. They're going to go work with someone that doesn't have a process. So that timer started. Um, let's say you had three properties. You got distracted. We remind you when it gets to five minutes, are you safe? Reset your timer. If you ignore that and that timer runs out, and you don't press in timer, we're gonna send an alert to your three emergency contacts of your exact location, who you're with, an image of their face. If you're in trouble, like I was four and a half years ago, I would have pressed the emergency alarm button. It doesn't take 45 seconds. It 10 seconds, it calls 911 and it sends your three emergency contacts, your exact location, who you're with, and an image of their face or whatever you take. Remember, when you're taking a photo, if it's a squirrel or a tree, that's what we're going to see. And that's what the authorities would see. That's why we encourage it to be the face. If there's a crime committed, we want to catch the criminal. And as you mentioned a minute ago, if the phone is destroyed, everything on our app goes to our cyber secure cloud. So when that phone's destroyed, your three emergency contacts, as long as you started the app and you put who you're going to be meeting with, we teach to do that before you get out of the safety of your car. The three emergency contacts will sent, be sent the last location of the phone and who you're with, the criminal, and um, yeah, and the image if you were able to take one. So if you were able to capture that image, you'll see it. Yeah, because if the phone's destroyed, um, the app would the timer would still be running in the cloud. It, it yes. would it would expire, and then it would be like, okay, something's wrong, or we we think something might be wrong, and we're going to notify the contacts and 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 possibly the the nine one one as well. Um, quick question: Do you recommend? So if I if I put my three contacts in, and then I I'm using the tool and I'm using it, you know, every day or or several days a week. Um, I know that. And, and, and of course, you would want to have told, told your contacts ahead of time, oh, you know, yeah. by the way, you are my safety contact. Do they do the, do the contacts themselves also need the app on their device? No. What happens is when the timer runs out and you're exactly right, definitely tell your three emergency contacts. It should be some, a friend, a family member, somebody you know that would care. Um, and what they're going to see when the timer runs out is a text message goes to their cell phone and the first part of it will explain there could be a problem. Helen hasn't responded. She's showing property. The part under that will be an image, a 3D image of the property, the exact address where I am, where the phone is, who I'm with, the buyer's name or the selling, the lister, listing appointment person's name, and an image that I took, so of their face, hopefully. 
Yeah, that that's great. I, I'm what I was um, what I'm curious about is you know um, telling your your contacts uh, once that they're part of the safety thing. I, I almost wonder if the realtor um, and again this is a lot to do each time you do a showing, but maybe having um, you know the realtor letting those people know, Hey, just so you know, today I'm out at showing. So just, you know, if you don't mind, keep your eye on, on your phone. Um, obviously you, you might not have to say that every single time, but, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's not as, you know, it would probably behoove, uh, the subscribers to safe, safe showings to, to really consistently remind those three contacts. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, you're still on my three contact list. I'm still doing showings. And, you know, just so you know, today I have, I have some showings. Um, and I know that sounds like a lot of work, but it really isn't. Um, but I would, I'm just curious how you recommend um, consistently reminding those, uh, those, those safety contacts to know that, um, you know, just so you know, you're still my safety contact. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up. You can imagine when I went through working with developers to create this, every step of the app is my idea and it's pushing buttons. I wanted it to be super simple. Yeah. Um, so I have my sister as my top contact. She, she calls me every day and every <laughs> single time she always checks on me. She knows that it was part of the testing process. So she would get a lot of alerts and I'd say, well, send me back what you saw. And it's really cool because the, what they see is the images, the image of the house or the condominium, the person you're with, whatever you took a picture of. Sometimes I did some funny pictures, but you know, no, it, it is important to pick people that care. The other thing I want to point out about our app that's unique is when you end a showing at the very end, you're in the safety of your privacy of your car. It was a great day, whatever. Just like Uber and Lyft, our app prompts you to rate how you felt working with the buyer or the seller from a safety standpoint. And the intent for this is for us as an industry to help spread safety across the country. So for example, I'm working with you in Chicago, you and your wife or your girlfriend, and we look at properties you're buying somewhere and, and I uh, live in your market. And then Hugo works, you know, I'm using safe showings. I've got your photo of you and your girlfriend. You're in my safe showings app. You go to Texas and you both want to go look at other properties. I've got you in the system. So hopefully the agent in Texas is going to say the same thing. Hey, DJ, I look forward to meeting you Saturday at two. I just want you to know we care about safety. Our association requires us to use safe showings. It's a realtor safety app. All we have to do is get a photo of everyone we allow in a home. And then when it, you're probably going to interrupt and say, I know about that app because I work with some other realtor in, in Illinois and they were using the same one. I'm probably in the system. While this other person in Texas is in Texas and setting the appointment, they can press create showing, put your phone number in, touch your phone number. It goes in the app and your photo of the two of you will show up and you'll hopefully have five star rating because you're deterring crime if you do this. But if I only gave you one star, just like Uber and Lyft, you always have to give one. There's a note section where I could put, call me. I had a situation that was really strange. I want to explain to you what happened so you can be safe. So that's our vision is to spread safety across the globe. So it matches um, previous experiences, and it do, it matches by the the lead or the client's name or by the phone number. Everything's phone, right. By. That's right because there's a million John Smiths, but yes. phone numbers are unique. So, gotcha. 
And yeah. remember, it's we only we don't we have a privacy policy and terms and conditions. We don't share any other pieces of information with each other. It's only that last step, just like Uber and Lyft, the five star rating, and its intent is only to help us as an industry deter crime for each other. Boy, that is such a great addition. I didn't even think about that sort of feature, but of course that's needed. Um, Wow, that's wonderful. Um, and so how does it work for for agents that are, are interested? Is this a subscription model? Is it a uh, how does how does the cost work? We have a couple of different things and we're excited to announce probably in the second quarter um, a new enhancement, a background check feature. Um, our first app we rolled out is safe showings for individuals and it's in the app store it's four dollars and 99 cents less than a cup of coffee per month or 49.99 per year for you to be able to take care of safety the other option is enterprise pricing those are for groups you know 50 or more it could be a team a brokerage association a state association mls you name it. Anytime there's a group, that's Safe Showings Enterprise. And we, we look at individual opportunities and determine what the pricing will be. And then Safe Showings Enterprise Plus will be the, the um, app with the most features. It'll have the facial um, recognition API, just like we have, and also the background check. And so the background check will do like a criminal check, I'm guessing? Yes, it. it will be driven by reverse lookup of the phone number and just give the basic information. Oh, so the so the person does not have to approve the criminal background check because you're just using publicly accessible information based yes. on phone number. Ah, that's interesting because I was thinking, okay, well, is a criminal going to say, I agree to a background check? Of course they wouldn't, but that would also be a deterrent, but not a good enough as a deterrent to, to be ma matching with something where they don't have to, boy, that's such a great idea. So you plan on uh, that feature rolling out in, in the second quarter. Um, and I mean, I mean, look, we're talking about $5 a month. Like th that is a nothing charge, you know, it, meaning that is nobody misses $5 a month. Uh, despite whatever income level you're at, and you can't put a price on safety anyway. But even if it was a hundred dollars a month, it would be worth it, um, or or more. But for five dollars a month, this is really a no-brainer. I mean, it's just there's no barrier, there's no cost barrier to entry. It's it's not going to impact someone's bottom line uh, to any sizable degree. Um, oh, and oh, by the way, it might just save their life, as you mentioned. So really, you've made this. What I love is you've made this so easy. And not just because the app is easy to, to use, but you've made the price point really accessible for a br and really brand new realtors are the ones that likely uh, have the least amount of income to invest in things like safety. They're trying to build their business. They also have the least amount of experience, so they aren't always as aware um, of you know some of the dangers that might exist. So for for newly licensed agents, this to me is this is a must. Um, it's an absolute no-brainer, and not just for newly licensed agents. Of course, everyone should do this, but um, newly licensed agents, you know, oftentimes some of the software that exists to help them grow their business is cost prohibitive. Um, yeah. Certain C lead lead purchasing leads, uh, you know, CRMs oftentimes tend to be costly. This is a 
absolute. I mean, it's, it's less than half of your Netflix subscription, you know, and, and it, and Netflix it. Is, I... isn't going to, yeah, Netflix isn't going to save your life. Um, this actually is, is a real no brainer. And quite frankly, I would hope that down the road, uh, like the national association of realtors or, or again, local associations would, and it sounds like some of them have, uh, integrated this directly into and provide this to all members. Um, I know, um, I, I will be very curious to work to check with our association here, um, which I do some work on some committees um, to find out, you know, what, why they haven't integrated safe showings. Um, and it would be very cool if National Association of Realtors says, oh, by the way, 1.6 million realtors out there, now everyone has this, um, which- I would, would love be, it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure. Um, just so you know, we over a million realtors have access to our app, meaning we have partnerships with several states, um, Women's Council Group, it's in your area, sure. several um, local associations in Illinois, but all across the country, in Texas, all over. There are certain states we aren't um we haven't yet partnered with but we we checked recently and we have a, a little over 400,000 downloads so we're growing and it's because of our passion i'm here to help i'm living my purpose god has a sense of humor i never thought it would be technology and an app <laughs> because i'm not good with technology necessarily i just had an idea that was put in front of me and i knew that there's a problem to solve especially now our world's not getting any safer and isn't it amazing that no one had built this before you did right like i'm sure th there's other apps and, and other safety uh you know style apps but not ones with this specific feature set and isn't that amazing, right? And so thank goodness you came along and said, oh, I, oh, I can get that built. I can I can do that, um, even though you're you're not coding it yourself. Um, so I, uh, I I applaud you for for doing that work and and uh, really um, making it so easy and accessible to everyone. You know, we we have a lot of um, you know uh, realtors are are bombarded with different software pro providers or s different uh, pieces of technology. And, and it is often like, oh my gosh, there's 27 different CRMs out there. Which one do I choose? Um, and, and again, they tend to be quite costly. So it's like, I really do have to do my research and, oh, I don't have time to, you know, this is like, just download it and, and subscribe. And yeah. I'm assuming it's a cancel anytime scenario anyway, because it's on the app store. So there's really not much risk here, uh, you know, and, and again, for less than, well, it's about the price of a cup of coffee, I guess, um, you know, maybe it's a slightly more than a cup of, oh, I don't know, actually it's right no about as cost of cream, right? Yeah. It's not <laughs> a fruit fruit <laughs> coffee. <laughs> My girlfriend only drinks, uh, just black coffee. So for her, it would be like, oh, that's, you know, that, that would be an expensive cup for her, but for everyone else, that's nothing. Five bucks a month. I mean, gosh, total no brainer. Um, I'm going to be recommending all of our agents, of course, get that here at our company and really encouraging everyone listening and watching right now to, to just, just get, add it to your thing. You add it, you, you use it. it. It takes seconds to use uh, each time. It's not, a, it's not obtrusive. It will not get in the way or interfere with your ability to build rapport with that client. In fact, odds are, if they're also talking to other agents, um, this is a differentiator that makes you look professional and it, it is in no way a, a negative, um, in, in my opinion. Um, I don't see any, any reasonable customer 
having an issue. And if they do, well, maybe that's not the right customer to work with. Um, I don't see any reasonable, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, you just would have to say, oh, could you lower your mask like they do in the airports for, for when they look at your ID? Could you please lower your mask for a moment? Um, but that's really all you need to do and snap a picture and keep the app running. Uh, pretty, pretty easy stuff. Um, and by the way, we should mention Safe Showings. Uh, best, best way to learn more about it is just go to their website, safeshowings.com. Um, they have links directly to your respective app store, obviously on iTunes and Google Play. It's, it's there. Just search for Safe Showings um, and, uh, and, and download it and use it and subscribe. And it's, it's a no-brainer. Um, and I am so grateful to have met you because, again, this is not something as as, as somebody who number one, doesn't really practice real estate directly, I don't think about. Um, and also as a man, I also really don't think about. And um, so we encourage not not just our listeners who, who are women, um, but who anyone who, who identifies as any gender should absolutely be, be considering this because, you know, you are oftentimes meeting with people for the first time at a, at a property that you may have never been to as well. Um, so there's a lot of unknowns, there's a lot of uncertainty and just unfamiliarity, right? You're, you're probably at a, a home that maybe you've never seen in a neighborhood you've might, maybe never visited and now meeting with somebody who you've never met. Um, so this is a great opportunity um, to do this. And, and I also think too, I'm curious if you have a, an opinion about this, if you are meeting with somebody who you haven't met in person before and your first time you're going to physically see them is at, uh, at the showing, um, you know, look, we're, we're all Zoom accustomed. We're all, we're all used to Zoom or, or some sort of web conferencing. I'm curious if you have an opinion about um, having a, a, a pre-meeting, even if it's just to say hi, um, introduce yourself. There, there's a lot of reasons to do that that will help benefit the realtor um, as far as rapport goes, but maybe making sure that that first in-person interaction isn't the first time you've at least physically seen the person. So I'm curious if you have any thoughts about um, scheduling like a little quick little, you know, get to know each other uh, on Zoom or something prior to the first showing. That's a great idea. I think that's a, um, anything we can do to add a layer of protection and to differentiate ourselves from others. As you mentioned, people that um, are working with us when they hear that we care about safety, they're going to see you as confident and that you're a person that cares about safety, they're gonna remember you too when they list their house. So don't let that be a deterrent. If somebody doesn't like what you're offering in terms of safety, it can save your life if you don't see them and it can save you a lot of time. So you don't wanna work with somebody that's um, so upset about that. Why would you wanna work with somebody that way? So, but no, that's a great tip. I, I recommend any level of security you can add, whether it's FaceTime, you know, a quick chat, let's, let's talk via FaceTime or Zoom might be a little bit um, more uh, advanced if it, but I could see that happening with the client, you know, it shows you're professional and that you have a protocol that you like to meet people virtually before you meet them in person. Um, I think everything we do these days can help to save us. Yeah. And, and I, I just couldn't, I couldn't encourage more our listeners and our viewers to please just download this app and use it. It's, it's easy. It's, it's, um, it, it's helpful. Uh, it's inexpensive. And as we've said many times, it might just actually save 
someone's life, uh, including yours. Um, and uh, just make sure you continuously remind those contacts. Hey, by the way, you're still on my contact list, yeah. you know, um, so that they know to keep an eye out. Um, but you know, what, what a wonderful product and uh, a solution here. So for everyone out there who is listening or watching, please go to safeshowings.com or pull up, go to your respective app store, download safe showings, take a check, take a look at it, integrate it, tell everybody at your office uh, about, about this tool. And we will do our best to promote it as well, because we want all of our listeners to keep listening to our show. And, and if they're not safe, um, they might not be able to do that. So we want them, we want everybody listening to have a wonderful career in real estate and safety is something that is easily ignored. And let's just not ignore it going forward. So Helen, thank you so much for being on our podcast. We really appreciate it. This has been super helpful and I'm so glad I got a chance to meet you um, so that we that we became aware of, of this wonderful uh, piece of technology. Um, on behalf of our listeners and viewers, thank you for the work you're doing to keep realtors safe. Uh, and also thanks for spending time that I know is, is you're very busy and um, not, it's probably not easy to find time to be, uh, to do uh, these kind of interviews. So we appreciate it. We thank you. On behalf of Helen and myself, we want to thank all of our listeners and viewers as well for continuing to listen and support our show. Uh, the best way you can help us grow at the Keeping It Real podcast is by telling a friend. So tell them about Safe Showing uh, and also tell them about our podcast. And, you know, if there's an agent in your office that maybe is a little bit more lax with safety, perfect episode to send to them. Send them right over to our website. They can stream not only this episode, but all the ones we've ever done. I think we've close to 350 episodes now, but um, every episode we've ever done, including this one is there, uh, keepingitrealpod.com or uh, have them pull up a podcast app, search for Keeping It Real and hit that subscribe button. And lastly, please leave us a review in whatever app you might be listening to this podcast through, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, there's lots of different places you could be listening here. Let us know what you think of the show. It always helps us continue to improve and grow. So let, leave us a review, but most importantly, tell other agents about safe showings. This is, this might just, uh, again, save lives and it does save lives. So thank you so much, Helen, for being on our show and we will see everybody on the next episode.